0: For the last couple of months in prayer, I've been feeling the promptings of God to share with you about my life as your pastor. If you recall, at the end of my first year here, I let you know about the struggles I experienced in my first year here and how things were getting better. Well, they continue to get better, thanks be to God and to many of you. So when today's readings from Matthew 27 appeared I and I was reading them earlier this week I I knew this weekend was the time to share with you about my life as your pastor and to an extend an invitation to you. In today's gospel lesson Jesus says this, a man had two sons. He came to the first and said, "Son, go out and work in the vineyard today." He said in reply, I will not. But afterwards changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did the father's will? They answered, the first one. Well, I am that first son who at first said no but did my best then to do the Father's will and came to this vineyard to work. This is not uncommon for priests, and you should know this about us as priests. When we're asked to leave a community where we've been pastoring that has been home for us and we were spiritually fathering a family. In my case, it was 12 years at a previous parish as their father. So even before I knew where I was going, in my heart, I was saying no to God. After my arrival, it seemed like an endless line of people were coming to me and asking me to fix problems. Problems in the parish, problems in the school, or problems in their lives. I responded to the many requests, which brought about some changes in the parish, With these changes came another different line of people, albeit much smaller, who were at me with their complaints because they didn't like the changes that came with the fixes. (laughs) It was my first year here. Many of you didn't know me and I didn't know you. I felt isolated and alone. I spent every weekend in your homes in large groups, Getting to know you and listening to what you wanted to see happen here at St. Francis. I was working from early in the morning to very late into the night. In my tiredness, a sadness came over me. I started to notice signs of depression, fatigue, a lack of motivation, and wondering if I can make a difference here. Honestly, At that point, filled with no little amount of fear and anxiety, all I wanted to do was run and spend the remainder of my priesthood in a monastery. (laughs) Away from all the responsibilities and expectations that others were placing on me, and I was placing upon myself. There in the quiet of the monastery, I imagined I could find peace and acceptance in prayer and brotherhood. These thoughts and feelings greatly alarmed me, and as I reported to you two years ago, I made several necessary adjustments in my life after spending a lot of time in prayer. The first was spending more time in prayer before our Lord in adoration, and even then Uh, converted an old office over in the rectory into a chapel so I could do morning Eucharistic adoration every day. Number two, I got myself in well I switched spiritual directors to a new spiritual director. Number three, I saw a pastoral clinical counselor for eight months to make sure my life didn't go sideways. Number four, I returned to a routine of physical exercise. Five, I remember the need to rely upon other people. And the Lord led me to put together an awesome mission-oriented leadership team and staff that we have today. Number six, I spent more time with my family. I now opened up to them about what was happening in my heart. Number seven, God help me find some wonderful friends here in the parish who loved me, supported me, prayed for me, and protected me. Number eight, I returned to taking a, a day off each week and getting away occasionally for restoration and recreation. And number nine, finally, all this calls me to renew my trust in God, to have faith that it is God who called me to work in this vineyard with you. So I surrender to God again. Let him lead me, rather than trying to figure out everything by myself. All of this is the stuff that got me through one of the most difficult years of my life, and helped me to realize that the reasons why God sent me to St. Francis to say I was parish, was not just to father you, but for God to father me. Not just for God to work through me, but for God to work in me. Indeed, I realized that Jesus wanted to work more in me than through me. As soon as this became clear to me, I set I felt set free, liberated, ready. Joy returned to me, hope for the future. My vision became clearer too. I could see what God wanted me to do here as we as a family, as a parish family, set out to accomplish God's vision for our parish together. In the last two years, I have grown very close to God. And I could truly say that I'm happy here with you as your spiritual father. I've come to love this parish. St. Francis is my home, and you are my family, my spiritual family. And I pray that you feel the same for me as your father. Thank you. I'm not perfect, far from it, and I make mistakes. Please forgive me if I've hurt any of you or your family or fellow parishioners, particularly in the midst of the changes that we've experienced together or in my haste to get things done. I'm a sinner and there's still much that God needs to do in me, but I also believe that there's much that God wants to do through me and through you here at our parish, in our school, and in the lives of so many other people. We'll do this work together. So here's my invitation to you, but I wanna preface it with a story. When I was a little boy, A little child, I wanted to learn how to swim. I would show up daily at the public swimming pool very early in the morning before the pool opened to the general public and that's when they would do lessons. The air was often cool in the early morning, the water cold. I didn't want to get into the water. I remember that there was a sign on the gate entrance to the pool. I still recall what it said. It said something like this. You can't learn to swim by proxy. You have to get in the water. You must be willing to get wet. Meaning, you can't stand on the grass, on the sideline, and learn about how to swim from the instructor. That is one part. We do have to learn from those God sets in our lives as teachers. But at some point... We have to jump in and get wet, try it, and do it over and over and over again, even when we would rather not. So I jumped into the water, even on the days when it was cold or I had other excuses. I kept coming back every morning. I practiced over and over again and again, day after day. And I learned to swim. I think that this must be the Christian life. We mustn't stand off to the side, disengaged and passive as Christians. Sitting in a pew and simply expecting that coming to Mass every week and learning about God and then throwing off some prayers from our mouths is going to be enough for us. And our children and our grandchildren in this world, especially not in this day and age. Learning about God is one part, an important part, but it's not enough. At some point, we have to jump. Just jump into the life of God. Not just put in a toe or a foot or wade up to our knees, but jump into the deep end of God and be willing to get wet, even and most especially when we'd rather not and preferring any number of excuses that we've offered in the past. Once we jump into God's great love for us and the life God wants to offer us, then we have to practice it and live it, practice it and live it Practice it and live it over and over and over again. We have to exercise and practice and live the Christian life in God We have to believe in God and then act like we believe in God When we do this we will learn to swim We will learn to swim in God and we'll come to know God not just about God We will come to experience him and see him and hear him and know him, truly evolve our love and our trust in him. Then we can swim in any kind of water. A placid pool on the sunny days of our lives when things are going well and the turbulent waters of ocean seas, stormy seas in our lives. When everything is dark, we can swim. In fact, everything we experience in this life, everything we swim in, they will lead us deeper into God. So this is my invitation to you as your Father, your spiritual Father, whom God sent to you to help you learn to swim. Being here has certainly helped me to learn anew, not to be afraid to swim, not to run away, not to give up, and not to think that what I have known about him up to any point in my life is enough to get me through the rest of my life. Together, as a family, let's jump into God in new and deeper ways. Let's be all in. Can you imagine what this parish will look like? Can you imagine what your own families and friendships will live like? What this town will be like if we all just trust and jump, jump all the way into God. We will become swimmers that can swim in anything. And all the different waters of life will lead us into the deeper ends of God. We will also become the swimmers who are capable. Of rescuing other people, people who are drowning and don't even know it, and not in the deep beauty, goodness, and truth of God, but in the shallow waters of this world. In today's gospel lesson, Jesus talks about a man who had two sons. Which will you be, the first or the second?